Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Dr. Paul Herkel in the house in the maintenance group today. Hello, everybody. Hello. Great to see you. <laughs> Is this your first time in the maintenance group? It's time. Oh, my gosh. Um, so let's get right into it. Maybe a quick introduction because we have people in the maintenance group who have been with us for years and years and years and years and years and haven't been in any of our recent programs because they've just been maintaining their weight. So maybe a quick intro. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I think I started um, 2021 working with you together. So the last couple of years feels like it's been forever. And so um, if anybody that's seen me there, good to see everybody again. And I know there's a lot of patients of mine in the maintenance group too, which uh, it's great to see. Um, and then of course, for those that you haven't, I'm a naturopathic doctor. Uh, I have a practice that is focused a lot on a number of things are in the chronic pain world, in the concussion and neurological world. But uh, now just working with all the lovely people that are part of the program, I really dove headfirst into the kind of optimizing your metabolism, hormones, uh, which any ND has to really understand. So really understanding the root cause of why people are experiencing their symptoms and optimizing their health. And that's really the name of the game when it comes to naturopathic medicine. A root cause. What what is that? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. So I mean, when somebody comes in with a symptom, Gina, uh, like joint pain, for example, uh, mm-hmm. and then they try all the typical things. Most of the time, the typical things they reach for actually don't address the root cause. Let's just use joint pain as an example. What do people go for? They go for Advil, right? They go for something that is going to block the pain. So it blocks your symptom, and the idea is is that your body will just kind of take care of itself, but with people that know with persistent symptoms, it doesn't. So they just have to keep taking Tylenol, Advil, and all now all of a sudden, the root cause is not being addressed, and the the intervention that is only symptomatic band aid has to be continued. So why is a person having joint pain? Well, then they have to do some exploration. So could it be arthritis? Could it be the degenerative type like osteo? Could it be rheumatological arthritis? Now we're talking a whole different inflammatory condition. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to share with everybody today, uh, because it's more of an informal conversation, uh, is just some patient experiences that, that, that I see with, with people I work with and things that we talk about in the obstacles to weight loss is like, for example, food sensitivities, Gina, and this is another form of inflammation that is not as well known, but it can have a huge uh, impact on, on things like joint pain. So there are other underlying reasons that are not the typical, I bump my knee or I sprain my uh, ankle that, that are actually might be driving the underlying symptoms. And that's just one example. We can, I could literally go through every single symptom a person has and start looking at whatever you're doing. Are you actually getting at the reason it's happening rather than just blocking the sensation of what you're feeling? Got it. Or just managing it. Managing just managing it, which, you know, okay, that's great. But you want to figure out what it is and okay. 
Love that. Um, where do you want to start? Because I, I know one of the conversations that we need to have is what to do with those darn supplements that you're taking to yes. lose weight once you've lost the weight. And then I, I really want to have you lead the conversation. You mentioned that you have uh, patients who are in maintenance. And so what are what is the conversation there? Like, you know what people have done to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. Then what? Because they're no longer a big conversation in the maintenance group is they're no longer chasing the scale anymore. Right. No longer chasing the scale. And a lot of times people find that when they're no longer doing the things they were doing to chase the scale, sure, they're maintaining their weight, but then they're also not feeling as great as they felt when they were, you know, more motivated to get better sleep or move their body more or whatever. So where where do you want to start with this conversation? Oh, there's so many, there's so many things that come to mind, Gina, and I'm just wondering what um, the most, and again, this probably won't be our last conversation here. So mm. I really want it to be. It'll be back tomorrow. Practical. And the next day. And the next day. <laughs> well, we were just on on Tuesday. So I feel like it's like, now we're at like two a week. I'm like, Gina, it's like my <laughs> new best friend here. Uh, all right. So I think the first thing I want to start talking about is if a person's um, goal is initially was the scale, and they were using that as a barometer of their success. I think now the people in the in the maintenance group, from everything I know about it, is that now we've shifted our goal. And then I just want to, I just have the conversation right away is, what is your next goal? Is it, I just don't want to lose? Because I think if it, it like, what I mean by don't want to lose, I don't want to slide back to where, I, where I'm at. And I think if we have that attitude, Gina, that, that's sometimes where we might get into the challenging areas where if I'm just trying to prevent backslide, I'm not really moving towards any other target. And now when I thought I'm treading water, I'm actually going backwards. So I'm like gaining half a pound here and there. Before you know it, it's like five pounds gain. And I'm like, shoot, I got to go back to some of the things. My suggestion for people is we are very goal-oriented beings. And so when we put things that are maybe not skill-related, but we have other goals, I think that continues from a psychological perspective, us moving forward, the inertia in our health journey is in a forward positive direction rather than like, I just want to like maintain things. So what I do with my patients is that, that thinking about what are some other next level health goals that a person might have that are not necessarily scale related. And if you think about them enough, if you sit with it and you, and you really kind of like allow yourself to, to meditate on that, there, there is going to be more of these types of goals that come out. So I think that's a, a, the overarching idea that I really want to make sure people get through. And, and I know that you probably have some thought on that too. Well, I'm just standing here thinking like, is it ever just like, I'm good? Like, is there anyone who exists who is just like, I'm, I'm good, you know, like, or is it the way that we live outside of weight loss, obviously, um, and trying to achieve a goal is, is it because of the way that we live that we need to go that, like go that extra mile? Like you, you and I, we talked about on our conversation Tuesday, we talked a little about these blue zones where people are healthier and living longer, but they live in these pockets of the world and they're, they farm every day and they get together and they're social and they're probably not on their phones 10 times a day. Like, like, is any, like, do you ever see anyone who's just like, well, maybe not because they're coming to see you for something, but that, oh, I'm just good. Like I've lost my weight. I'm good now. Don't, don't gotta do nothing. Yeah. But I, I guess, I guess, <laughs> 
it, it's it's we don't live in those blue zones is the first thing. And so like those those the people that are in that area, or maybe there are people that have created that. I mean, I can I, I I'm definitely trying to create some of those aspects uh, mm. in my own life. So I think we can try to uh, use those types of um, philosophies to apply to our life. But even just in saying that, um, because we are constantly being pulled in different directions, Gina, in our in our day to day lives, it's it's not the default mode. The people in these blue zones, the default mode is living that way of life. That's what makes it so easy for them. Yeah, is that they this is their culture. They are not connected to all these technology. They they have this socialization and family time just built in. They are moving their body regularly for their work, for their daily lives. This is like the way they sustain themselves. Where people that are living in a city, they're living in an, in an environment that is not conducive for that. So in a sense, we our goal is to be more like the blue zones. But that still is like a, a goal that we kind of need to have because we have to kind of be a bit more defensive and protective about where we're going. So unless you want to go live in Sicily somewhere or in in rural, you know, South America or in Japan on the southern Okinawa Islands, yeah. you know, it's going to be something that you're going to have to actually have as a mindful step that you're not going to do something. So that's kind of what yeah. I mean. I don't want people being like paralyzed by more and more goals and putting more weight on themselves. I'm thinking more of these are small micro goals uh, uh, and maybe a goal is not a good word. Maybe, Gina, I want to use the word more intention. And, and as a person's like big stone, that's the big weight or their big health issue is resolved. And that's kind of now firmly put in place and that's in check. Now we can start looking at, okay, the finer details about the smaller stones where it's like, you know what? I, I realize I want to be more mindful. I, there's a practice I want to add into my, uh, into my daily life. And that's the types of things that I start working with my patients on is saying, okay, you're good, you reach your goal, you don't have your main symptoms, but what in, in other ways, how do you want to improve? How do you want to get to the next level? And everyone, when they think about it, they do have those secondary goals. Maybe they haven't has sat and, and thought about it, but they do. I think that's the problem they haven't sat, sat and thought about. It. I love this is kind of building on that conversation that we had uh, earlier this week on um, simplifying your life and stress. Yeah. If you have not had an opportunity, listen to it. It's over on our podcast. We talked about stress, a little bit about adaptogens. Well, that's why I'm thinking about the blue zone because I'm trying to, we're talking people who have spent their entire lives a lot of them just focused on losing weight. And then they don't even know what that life, everyone talks about creating your best life. Like, what does that mean? So I think if the blue zone people are like the, the gold standard and I'm just coming off my weight loss journey, you know, yeah, I've lost a lot of weight. I've put maybe a few months a year into trying to be healthy after starving and depriving and, and neglecting myself for the 20 previous, right. where, where am I on that scale now? It's sort of like weight loss done check. And now, like, this is where all there's all these other things you can do to just yeah. level up your life, live your best life, feel your best. And, and also, there's so much to do on the most basic level just to fucking stay alive. There's so yeah. much to do just to be stay alive and stay healthy, too, right? So can we talk about your clients and maintenance? I know you, you can't say too much, but um, what's, what's the conversation there? Are they struggling physically struggling mentally are they just what what is it you tell me yeah so the conversation comes in again i'll just paint a picture so there's somebody that 
um, has come to me with maybe a particular issue. Let's say they had gut issues while they're going through the program and we addressed those, Gina. We looked at maybe we identified some food sensitivities. So we, we, we eliminated the food sensitivities. We allowed their gut to heal while also building up their microbiome so they could bring these foods back in. The goal isn't to just stay with nothing, like follow the Gina plan to the letter of the law, like a, like a religion for the rest of your life. I think the maintenance group is about how are we going to now live your life with the principles of it. And so what I really find is that the, the, the members that are really ready to go to that mindful maintenance stage, they are truly mindful. They'll come to me and say, hey, Dr. Paul, um, I'm realizing that you know this type of exercise I was doing for the longest time is actually not doing uh, me the best in this way. I actually find that I'm going to tweak it now. I'm going to add in some Pilates when I was doing a lot of cardio. And so they're actually, we're having a more of a conversation rather than me just telling them what to do. So there's like this level up in a person's ability to assess their own health, Gina. And then now it's like a two-way street. Now it's like, I'm now their partner rather than like pulling them along. And that's a key sign that I know that they're ready to take that next step into maintenance. And then we set up a health plan. Like I work with executives that go to places like MedCan and, and Cleveland Clinic and these are, these are people that are trying to go to the next level of performance and health. And they go in and get assessed once a year and they do a complete battery of testing. So we kind of set up a similar type of situation where it's like, what's your now checks and balances to make sure that I'm going in the right direction? So we'll look at their blood work that we did maybe initially while they were problematic. We, we probably did a follow-up. And now that follow-up is, okay, once every six months or once every 12 months, what are the key factors I'm looking at to make sure that I'm not going the opposite direction, or, or I can even improve that. So there's a plan in place that you have that you're checking in on some of your key areas to make sure that you're, the guideposts are showing that you're moving in the right direction. So that's the main conversation that we have of, of, of what's, that, what's that like in terms of preventative health. And then I just had a conversation this morning with a patient, Gina, talking about, okay, so now what are your goals in the next year? five years, 10 years. So this gentleman had uh, has a father that has dementia. So what was really important to them is I want to make sure that my brain is as healthy as possible. Okay, great. So they've lost 20 pounds in the last uh, six months. So now they're wondering, okay, so what's the health of my brain like? So now we start talking about what we can do for that. And so there's a whole conversation around the types of exercises they can do. What foods do we tweak? So we were talking about maybe implementing a bit more intermittent fasting and talking about the benefits of some of the ketones that start happening with that. Not being keto, but some of, yeah. the, some of the aspects. So that's the type of conversation that's super personalized that I think really goes to the next level. I love to mention intermittent fasting and members listening are like, oh, don't say that to Gina. Yeah, don't say that to me as a standalone trying to lose weight. It's just more starving and depriving of yourself. Coming off yeah. the heels of starving and depriving yourself for years, intermittent fasting is just more of the same. But it has its merits for leveling up your health and wellness. And now that you've yeah. lost your weight in a healthy, sustainable way, that's where you might want to look into that for other reasons. You know, yeah. oh, I love this so much. I think there's this thing where the diet industry says, if you lose weight, you automatically get healthier. Yeah, Like just the elimination True. of fat, even though you're starving and depriving yourself, which is just adding a whole other, it's a whole other can of worms, but the elimination of fat makes you healthier, which, okay. Yeah. You have less fat, maybe less inflammation, all of that. Right. And then, then that's it. Once you lose the weight, you're healthy. 
And that's not true. Yeah. True. No, you're totally, you, I, I'm so glad you say that because that is exactly what this particular gentleman I was dealing with where it's like, okay, so now I'm dealing with some. So we start talking about some of the more peripheral things that maybe isn't the top of mind. How's your sexual function? Well, you know what? I can get hard, but I can't maintain it. Okay, well, that's a canary in the coal mine telling us that there's some blood flow issues. So yeah. we start looking at vascular health. Uh, so yeah, they lost 20 pounds, but um, their liver enzymes are still on the higher end. So we start looking at, okay, so have we fully addressed the fatty liver? What's your blood pressure like? You know what? It's better, but it's still on the higher end. What are some deficiencies that you might have that always been a problem? Okay, vitamin D was at 70. That's okay. That's borderline. Now, can we get it over 100? So those are the conversations that, again, after you do the big stone, you're able to have these other little stones. And everybody listening has them. If they really think about it, they're like, what are the areas that, you know what, I can go to that next level in? Even though I've reached my weight loss goal, am I healthy in body and mind? Those are the things I want to think about with them. Yeah, like I don't want to minimize the fact that people work so hard to lose the weight and have done all of these things, but isn't that like kind of step one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. You're, it's, it's, it's totally true because now it's like, okay, so they've lost weight. How do we, one of the key ways of maintaining that is improving lean muscle mass. So for example, we know yeah. that after 40, Gina, you lose 1% of your muscle mass year over year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what we also know is that the type of muscle mass you lose is primarily your type two muscle fibers. And yeah. anyone that knows anything about the two types, there's type one, which is kind of like the slow twitch muscle fiber. So it's more endurance. Where type two, these are the ones that allow us to do more power. So lifting things or moving quicker or, or like reaching out and grabbing your grandchild as they're about to fall off the table. Oh, well, then I tweak my back. So those are the muscles that atrophy the most. So we have to now craft a lifestyle that is going to optimize for the things that are going, that are going to be going down as I'm aging that are specific for me. So I look at, okay, so you were walking every day because that's what you're able to do. But maybe now we need to work on some core things. So yeah. we start looking at some other things. So those are the types of really more nuanced conversations that I want you to first have with yourself then with your family members, then with your healthcare provider. And then if you need extra help, that's when you go and speak to a specific expert in the area. So that could be a psychologist, that could be a personal trainer, that could be a naturopathic doctor, that, you know, in the chiropractor, you go down the list. And so that's, I think, another sign of leveling up is when we are looking at curating that, that healthcare team to specific address, not just my main red concerns flashing, but yeah. actually mm -hmm. my goals for longevity. I like what you said there about nuanced conversations, because you know me, I'm always just walk away. We've, we've, you and I have talked to, uh, uh, so many times about the same things over and over, and we're, we're still continuing to unravel so much uh, and go deeper into these conversations. It's about the nuanced conversations. I was thinking about the whole, what we we're talking about, the, about the decrease in muscle. In the diet industry out there, it's like, oh, you just get fatter year over year. It's how it is. You're getting old. Well, no, this is why. This is why one of the reasons why that is happening is that you aren't as active. You're not as mobile. You're not continuing. A again, back to these blue zones where people are, there's not a gym and a supplement store on every corner. They're, they're walking 
to go places. They're lifting things. They're moving. They're bending down. They're getting up. All of those types of things, you know. So it's the way it's those surface conversations. They don't. They don't do jack to actually. Yeah. Can I give, can I give you an analogy, Gina? So like, as yeah. a person gets uh, more advanced uh, in their career, they start and in their family life and in age, they start thinking about different things. So we're going to use the analogy of a retirement. So everyone, I think, that's listening wants to have a, a very safe, secure, and golden retirement, right? We want to make sure we have enough stored away. So a lot of times I look at the weight loss component is like you want to pay off your mortgage. That's like the big weight that's your, that you're kind of dealing with. You want to just like get that done. But once you pay off that mortgage, are you now set for retirement? So a lot of people kind of get through that. They celebrate. They're like, yeah, I'm so excited. But then... What is your long-term goal that you have? And then we want to look at, you know, the security long-term. So if we look at, you know, health is wealth. And, uh, and so wealth is health. It, there, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a bi-directional relationship there. Yeah. You want to also think about what, what checks and balances, what experts do you need to have in your life that are now going to make sure that your health retirement is going to be optimal? So if you're sitting here, reach your weight loss goal, and you've never worked with a health professional that is going to give you that non-biased opinion on where you at with your health, I think this might be the time to start thinking about what is my area of concern and yeah. or, or or area of prevention. Let's say, for example, it is the you know Alzheimer's or my mother has osteoporosis. Yeah. Now might be the time that I'm going to be preventative with the conversation I have instead of reactive. Because a lot of people have this idea. I love that you said, just because you lo- you lost the weight doesn't mean that you're healthy. And we say healthy now on a much deeper level, on, on, yeah. a, on a physiological, but also on a psychological level. Mm-hmm. And identify that area and then look at, I'm going to have a conversation, and this is going to blow people's minds. I'm going to have a conversation about being preventative with that area of health rather than I'm going to be reactive. And now I can say that just like I have had a conversation with my wealth expert, my accountant being like, hey, am I set for retirement? Instead of being like, I'm in retirement and being like, geez, my money's running out and I'm still going to live another 10, 20 years. That's that's the essence of maintenance and doing it mindfully, in my opinion. Oh, I love that so much. And it's such a good feel good feeling. You've done, it may just be step one, but you've done the the big work. And this is where you just you, like, just like the, each week of the program builds. Now you just get to build on that super strong, solid foundation that you have built. Yeah. And then I love what you said about what do you need? Where, where's the area you need to focus on, right? Like, what is that? Where are your concerns? Where are your pain points? Where do you want to excel? I've seen so many people do the program and gone on to want to work in healthcare who, who have gone on to run marathons, to start doing things, kayaking, things, skiing, stuff that they never expected that they would do because they realize now they're capable. And this is part of that. Like you want to live your best life. You've done, a, you've laid a really good solid foundation for that. Your best life, your healthiest life, your happiest life, whatever right. you want to call it. Right. For some people, it's not the physical things. It's the mental things. They have to continue to level up what's happening in their mind with all of this. Oh, I love this conversation. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss we should you know what i think we should just have a quick conversation about the main areas that people should be thinking about like being very preventative and i think this might help kind of guide because people might be listening to this and might be saying yeah 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 i agree with everything they're saying but then they're like okay so what should i be thinking about yeah and so this is maybe going to help you with that so first of all i think the first step is uh you know let's say you lost the weight Uh, and Mm -hmm. now a lot of people are like, I'm just going to go back to the way I was before I gained the weight. And that I think is a bit of a pitfall. We have to be careful because for example, if you were a runner, I love that you said marathon. So people are like, Oh yeah, I used to do all this, 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 this exercise. If you just go back and start doing all those things 10 years later, let's say you, the weight gain happened over 10 years, you went to on the Gina plan, you lost it. You are now going to have, you are now setting yourself up to get injured and not have the ideal experience with some of those things. So think about if that's your goal, maybe you should be looking at how do I, just like you built the habits in a dietary front, maybe I need to build the habits on the, on the physical front specifically to reach that goal of, let's say you want to get back to doing those five Ks or those 10 Ks or the half, half marathon. And that is one example of I, in my physical capacity, Am I in a state that I'm going to be able to achieve the goals I am? Just because you lost the weight does not mean that you're in that state. You need to now look, what is your health? Uh, where's your health at? So for example, yeah, um, you know, is there, is there um, areas of your body that are kind of still aches and pains? Do you wake up with, uh, you know, joints that are sore? Do joints get sore after doing certain things? Does my low back get sore after sitting at my desk for, at the end of the week? These are all little signs that still say they're not necessarily related to weight, but saying, you know what, there's something that might be happening here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's just one area. Another area might be, as I said, cognitively. So focus, concentration, maybe there's a health history of, of dementia in the family or some sort of neurodegenerative issue. So there is a whole swath of things to think about from physical exercise to mental uh, mindset, as well as exercise. And then of course, all the dietary things. By the way, the Livy plan is an amazing foundation for preventing the biggest killers. So cardiovascular disease, diabetes, 
cancer. You know, you can make the argument that it addresses all those areas because it corrects things like blood sugar, because it increases more whole foods. If I was to overlap the Mediterranean diet with kind of what we're talking about here in the plan, there's a tremendous amount of overlap that you're going to see here. There's a lot of principles. So I think we can rest assured that dietarily, if we're sticking to the principles, we're, we're really cutting our risk for a lot of those things. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a good thing that we can right away check off. But then am I, am I moving in a way that's helpful for cognitive function? Um, joints are huge. I think that's a, a ma major area because arthritis as a person gets older is a huge consideration. Uh, and it's a really, if you don't, if you don't use it, you will lose it scenario yeah. happening here. Mm -hmm. So looking at some of those aspects, uh, and then, uh, other areas like digestive function, uh, elimination of detox detoxification, that's something that natural other doctors are really great at working with, with people and, and identifying. And then finally, I would say hormonally is huge. So if you yeah. still struggle with stress, if stress is still a big part of your life, if you're suffering from, you know, the physical effects of things like anxiety and, and things like insomnia, then that's an area that hormonal balancing can be really helpful, Gina. So that's obviously a place that if it's not been fully addressed on the Livy plan, that's where working with that medical health expert is going to be valuable for you to get to that next level. Yeah. Cause again, it comes down to, you can lose the weight and even lose it in a healthy way and still encounter stress and yeah. hormone issues and health issues and genetic issues that put you predisposed, all of those things. So it just doesn't stop once you've lost the weight. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to make it a downer, but it's an amazing opportunity to build on everything that you've done to really yeah. do all the things and have those things actually impact and, and create results because of the foundation that people have laid. That's, exactly. that's what I think is so exciting about this conversation. Um, mindful of the time. Um, yeah. I know it's a big conversation. We almost need a whole separate conversation on what to do with supplements. Yeah. And then, uh, cause I want to get into what would you suggest people add in? Um, so let's just like real quick talk about people because people are afraid to make a change. I, I, this is what I did to lose my weight. So I have to do the exact same stuff in order to maintain it. And You're yeah, totally right. right. Yes. You want to like that all the that, time, all the time. Right. And, and two, we, we do promote that solidifying your weight is not changing anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Allow your body to adjust to your new weight before you start having this and having that and going back to this and going back to that. But they almost do get like, I don't want to see people five years from now. Oh, I'm still taking all the supplements. Like, do you even need them now? Like, what? why are you still taking all the supplements? Like some of them are beneficial. Vitamin D, omega-3 for brain health. Oh, yeah. Magnesium is, is still key. Those basic ones. But what, what do you have to say to that? Because I, I do want to have you back and talk supplements in general. Yeah, this is a, a more robust conversation for sure. Uh, I think we yeah. can kind of just intro it, maybe tease a bit uh, of, of, of what we what we really want people thinking about. But I yeah. think first of all, what I always say is that, you know, there's some basic foundations and I'm just going to list them off here that I think everybody should be thinking about. Number one is you want to make sure that in Canada, especially, or in places that you're not getting as much outdoor light near the equator, vitamin D is massive. Uh, okay. So vitamin D. Now we can start having the conversation about vitamin K as well. So vitamin K complements and is synergistic to vitamin D. It uh, prevents the overcalcification of areas that you don't want to have calcified, like your soft tissue muscle 
arteries especially. That's a huge one. So vitamin K plays a big role. Now, this is specifically something called vitamin K2. That's different than the vitamin K you get in spinach. So a lot of medical doctors will say, oh, yeah, you get vitamin K in your greens. Eh, not true. You don't get vitamin K2. You get vitamin K1. So that's more with clotting. That has not so much to do with what I just mentioned. So that's the synergy there. Uh, and then right away, the next synergistic thing is magnesium, which we know, big fan of, magcom or magnesium glycinate. Uh, you know, finding that regular routine of magnesium for muscle function. This is just a mineral that's just not present in our diets in high amounts. So I, I like the citrate because it goes hand in hand with, you know, the obviously aiding the body and well, supporting the body in detox. I don't like to say aid, supporting the body in detox. It's really easily absorbed. It makes for a great nighttime routine. But would you suggest people switching that? There are so many different types of magnesium. Maybe once they've lost the weight that they, is there a way to level up their magnesium? It, there's eight different types of magnesiums you can access that all have very specific different things. I think mm. the, the citrate and the glycinate are probably the most like accessible because they're the most common and they have some very unique effects. Yeah. I, I I think citrate has some benefit. Um, really what magcom does once it dissolves in water, it ionizes, meaning it, it dissolves in water. So magnesium is in solution. And so you're really getting, it's it's just like a big shot of magnesium. That's why people are getting like that great sleep right after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With magnesium glycinate, the glycine, if you look at the research, and I actually am in the process of looking at it right now, glycine in its own right is an amino acid that is has a whole host of benefits independent of magnesium that complement magnesium. So if you take, for example, five grams of glycine a day, it's been shown to improve things like sleep and anxiety. And that's independent of magnesium. Plus, you get all the magnesium benefits. So there's other beneficial effects of other amino acid combos. So again, that's a conversation that if you're like, I'm confused about that, you can talk to your ND because then you can be specific. But even yeah. those three things I just mentioned right there, along with omega-3s, I think that, that, that little three to four supplement list, you're probably going to cover the main deficiencies that a good diet won't cover. And if you're like really high in like, you know, fatty fish and you're eating like sardines and herring and, and, and you're getting your, your salmon, of course, then maybe the omega-3s aren't your biggest issue, but maybe probiotics are because you have a bit more gut. So I really am a big fan at this point, Gina, of personalizing even your maintenance to yourself. There are some people, Gina, that don't need to take vitamin D because their vitamin D is excellent or they go to Jamaica in the winter and they, they tank up on their vitamin D. So I have really good vitamin D in the sun. I, uh, I don't really need to take it, but I have other people that go down south and they still are deficient. So that's the yeah. beauty about personalized medicine. So I'm a real big advocate of getting that the core maintenance, but then even within that, the dose has to be personalized, ideally, and then the, the form should be personalized. And then some women with, uh, with menopausal issues, maybe you need to try a different type of omega instead of the standard one. There's so much nuance, as you said, the word nuance is key when it comes to personalizing the next step. So I think that's what I want to touch on in the next conversation. Okay, let's definitely do that. Is there one, I know I asked you this in the weight loss group, but is there one like supplement where you're like, oh, I wish people would just take this like this would this is like a would be a game changer is there anything new is there like oh i like this question this is not now this is like getting in my uh, wheelhouse i uh, oh there are there are lots that i think is like ex people are excited about 
Mm. Uh, when it comes to things like anti-aging, we talked about blue zones. Uh, one thing that I've been, you know, really focused in on is the microbiome and the effect that that has. So there's this substance called butyrate that the body's gut produces. And uh, it actually is, butyrate is, is a, it, it's like a ketone body as well. So it, it's able to be used as fuel by certain cells in the body. Plus it has receptors in the brain. So it actually decreases inflammation in various areas like the brain uh, and not just keeping the gut really, really happy. And there's some specific probiotics and even prebiotics that increase butyrate. So there are like a specific strain, uh, like for example, Clostridium butyriticum and the name of that, even the Latin name of that particular species dictates or denotes what it does in the body. So I think that's a, you know, that's an example of, of where a lot of uh, researchers are super excited. And now that's kind of trickling over into the clinical side of things. But I do want to say a lot of people get focused in on like, you know, what's the latest and greatest. Yeah. I would say that with the 20% of the most foundational nutrients, you will address 80% of all health issues. So if, if people just took the B complex, magnesium, omega-3 at the, the right form, at the right dose, at the right time, then 80% of their issues, and this is a big generalization, but in general, this is what I think, 80% issues would get better. So yeah. all those other 80% of their supplements, because we're talking about the 20% of the core ones, all these other frilly willy supplements, they're very specific. And I would not suggest that people go out and like, oh yeah, I'm now taking a resveratrol. Uh, you know, athletic greens is a big thing right now. People are talking a lot about that, right? And they're saying, yeah. well, I don't need to take any vitamins because I got it all in my athletic greens. And so whenever you're dealing with like a functional food like that, which is what it is, it's like a powder of greens that now is kind of halfway in the food world, but also halfway in the supplement world. You don't, you can't, you, it's difficult to standardize, meaning you don't know what each one of the amounts of the zinc and all these different things that are in it each time. It might change batch to batch. So as soon as you have like these big multi anything, you're going to start minimizing the doses and you might, might not be as predictable. So I actually think athletic greens is a reasonable thing for people to do as like a, 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 an, a, a, an enhancement, I'll say. Yeah. But it doesn't replace eating real food. And that's the challenge. I know you're a big fan of that. Uh, athletic greens? Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I'm saying a big fan of that concept of like not using these functional things that are yeah. really trendy. That's yeah. not like, well, you know what? I maybe don't need to like eat that the greens with my food and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we do the athletic greens, but it's less for me and more for my kids because my kids think it's cool. I have teenagers. And so it's something that we do every morning. You know, I also make them swallow their big omega-3 pills and, and all of that, all of that as well. I just love what you just said there, because again, it goes, it compliments your simplifying conversation. Supplements can seem so overwhelming, even now that I'm thinking about it in, in the weight loss group, obviously we're trying to meet thousands of people's needs. And at the same time is I love this, the, 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 that core, right? Like 20% of those things, 80%, in fact, like that to me is yeah. like, that just makes me go like, whoo, okay. No, and good. I see that over and over in my practice, because if you look at all the different patients that come and see me, Gina, and you look at what I might be prescribing most often, it continues to go back to the same things over and over again. It's not like one person gets 
you know, this NADH plus super uh, antioxidant and another person is going to get astaxanthin. No, no. These are really cool, interesting extracts that are very specific in, in areas. But if you don't have the fundamental building blocks for your brain chemistry to work, for your hormones to work, for your gut to work, then forget about having any of these other fancy things. So there's a reason why the core 20% of things are going to really maintain you in most of the areas. I mean, I, I wish we could have a conversation, maybe we'll at some point talking about how B vitamins, for example, are the key factors to create your neurotransmitters. And if oh. you are functionally deficient in a couple of them, that whole process, Gina, slows down. Yeah. So it's like the, you know, it's like the traffic jam in, in rush hour where it's like you're trying to pump all this good stuff in, but you're missing that one, that one light is out on that road and everything now is jammed up. And that's where you can really see the benefit of these, what are called orthomolecules, meaning these molecules that come out of foods and we are just not getting enough of them. And we need to have the fundamental building blocks to make our hormones, to make our neurotransmitters, to make our cellular machinery run. I love that. There's, um, well, this is why we got to do all these master classes, these side conversations with you, because we could just go down a rabbit hole and just, oh my gosh. Um, there's that, I was just sitting here thinking there's that guy who's, do you know that guy who's trying to live super long? Have you read anything about him? He's this like billionaire dude who's doing all of yeah, this. Yeah. Things. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you take, this, like, take this guy who's doing all these things. Like, there are people who go down a rabbit hole and of course there's, there's everything for some, somebody, but these people living in these blue zones aren't doing any of that. They're just on the most no, basic level and so, living I mean, longer probably than he will. <laughs> I, I'm actually, you know, I haven't really like really thought about this in uh, like a ton of detail and spent like a lot of time mapping this out, but maybe I, maybe I will. But the, this whole concept of anti-aging, I, I just, you know, I just want to comment on it. I actually don't think I'm a big fan of it. Like if someone came to me and said, I really want to like look at like living as long as possible. And the main goal they have is just the chronological age that they have. I yeah. would say, you know, what's your biological age? What's your, the, the, what's the foundation inside? And then the other big thing is that just because you live longer doesn't mean that you're going to be happier. And it doesn't yes. mean that you're going to ultimately reach the goals that you have. Yeah. And so there's a fine line between like, you know, like you could literally schedule your day from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed for all these things. Okay. So I need to like have 30 minutes in the sauna. Then I have to sit in front of my red light bath for 30 minutes. And then I need to meditate for 10, uh, for an hour. And then I need to like have a perfect meal. Like, I mean, just, and I listed all these things out and I know everyone's seen all these ads on Instagram and Facebook. How the heck do you have time for all this stuff and still maintain sanity and not to mention your pocketbook? Like, I mean, <laughs> we have to look at this with a degree of perspective. I love that yeah. you keep coming back to the blue zones because my principle, you know, it seems like the word of the week is simplification. I think it's the word of my life. It's, it's really the recipe for ultimate fulfillment. It's not just about being happy. Happy changes over uh, back and forth. Happy if you're, you know, you could be happy one day and then be very sad the next day because of what happens to you, your happenstance, yeah. Yeah. your environment. But I'm thinking about how do I have a joy that comes out of my heart that is 
not extinguished by my external environment that changes. Yeah. That's really what I think people should be thinking about long term, Gina. Not about how do I just artificially correct my environment to make sure everything is happy all the time around me. Oh, you're set up for disappointment. Ooh, that is so good because this falls in line with your simplification conversation. When you're talking about putting together a health health team or a wellness team, your psychologist, your this, your that, whatever that might be, you know, it's also like your your whole lifestyle in and fitting into that and not this artificial lifestyle. Like what could bring you joy and joy and help you manage your stress could be just good connection with friends. You know, staying better connected with family and community, which is, you know, obviously why I love these groups. Uh, Simplicity, the recipe for the ultimate fulfillment. Ah, drop the mic, Dr. Paul. I like it. I love it. (laughs) I would drop mine, but my mic's really cute. You can probably put a dent in my desk. Um, Thank you so much. I'm I'm looking forward to, I know you've expressed interest. This is really for everyone listening in maintenance because it's so exciting to deal with people who've done the big work and lost the weight. But this is really where the adventure begins is now that you've done that, right? You know, now we start getting to some of the, you know, some of the real deeper stuff, some of the real more like life meaningful things. We can really start optimizing people, people's health. Like I had a conversation with a, with a colleague of mine uh, yesterday and, and we deal with like chronic pain and you know, you're dealing with people that are just in the thick of it. Right. So everyone that's gone through the program has gone through stuff. They really like put the work in, but once you kind of get through that, once you get to the point where you're like, okay, wow, I came out of the woods here. I I did it. Well done. Now it's like, how do I live? How do I actually like live in a way that is fulfilling rather than just like always feeling like I'm just stuck in this body and this weight that I just don't want to, that I, that I really don't want. And so now I can really work with patients on getting to optimizing their health rather than just getting to a state where they're even able to think about that. Because you can't even think about that when you, you know, have 20 pounds to lose or 30 pounds yeah. to lose. Because, you know, as you say, Gina, you know, weight, being overweight is not necessarily in most cases, not healthy, you know, like yeah. I, I can think of a couple exceptions, but um, you know, uh, there are some people that are really, really skinny and unhealthy. And so that's the, that's the flip side of that of course, too. Of course. So I just love having conversations with people about how to level up their mental, spiritual, and physical well-being. I love it. I love you. Thank you. I'm so excited yeah, about wonderful. our meetings, conversations. Yeah. Um, we're best friends now because we're probably going to talk every other day, but, um, or every day or six hours a day. Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Uh, Great to see you, Gina. We love you too. Thank Uh, you. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, Until next time. See you again. Bye. Thank you. Stay simple. 